This podcast is brought to you by the film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn with an incredible ensemble that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, and Whoopi Goldberg. Ezra is a funny and endearing story about Max, a divorced father struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When faced with difficult decisions about the future, they embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Deadline calls Ezra a touching testament to the power of love. In theaters May 31st. Pampers Cruisers 360 is the must-have diaper to help keep your baby from taking it right off, which, if you've experienced this, can lead to complete chaos. With its 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your baby for a comfortable fit, your active baby can move freely. Think of it as baby yoga pants. Cruisers 360 offers a gap-free fit and has a blowout barrier at the back of the diaper to help stop any unwanted disasters. The best part? That stretchy waistband makes it so easy to change your wiggly baby, who is always on the move and can't be stopped. Just rip the sides to remove and roll it up with the disposal tape on the back. Voila! Pampers Cruisers are available in sizes 3 to 7 and now feature fun new prints. Pair with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess without fear of tearing. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, this is Laura Vanderkam. I'm a mother of four, an author, journalist, and speaker. And this is Sarah Hart Unger. I'm a mother of three, practicing physician, and blogger on the side. We are two working parents who love our careers and our families. Welcome to Best of Both Worlds. Here we talk about how real women manage work, family, and time for fun. From figuring out childcare to mapping out long-term career goals, we want you to get the most out of life. Welcome to Best of Both Worlds. This is Laura. This is episode 79, which we're mostly going to be talking about vacations with small children. Uh, whether you're traveling or staying put, they present their own challenges. Uh, but I am sitting right next to somebody who is on vacation with her small children, namely my lovely co-host, Sarah Hart Unger, in my office right now. Yay! This is very exciting. This is our first live recorded episode. Well, it may not be the first one to air, but it's the first one we're ever going to we've done. That's yeah, true. We, we're, we're, the other one will air before this, but we are uh, on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and it's funny because, um, you know, Sarah and I work together all the time on this podcast and we talk every week or so, uh, you know, as we're, we're making our episodes. And it's funny to think we hadn't actually seen each other since June, 2017, right? That is crazy. Before yes. pre-Genevieve. Pre, yeah, pre-Genevieve, pre-Best of Both Worlds, which was also just a glimmer in Sarah's eye or my eye or whatever. Yeah. So it's um, been, you know, a lot, it's amazing how much work you can do with people without actually being. I was thinking of this the other day, like there are people I've never met in person. 
who I've like, and yet you know, them so I know them so well for for you know their things they write online, books I've read of theirs, and had lots of conversations with them, and yet have never actually seen each other in person. It's very strange, um, and it's cool when you see them because you're like, you know, you don't need to catch up. Yes, with that's true. You're just sort of pick right off where you left Which off. is one of the things I love. I've gotten to gather in person on some of my travels with a number of different like blog readers or, or podcast listeners who I know live in a certain place. And it is fun when they are bloggers as well, because then I feel like I don't have to catch up on, on their lives. If they were reading me, then they know me. And so then I have to catch up on them, which is fine because then I like to listen to people talk about them. <laughs> I know. And then sometimes people will kind of say the funny thing. They're like, well, I already know. And it is a, a little bit odd. When <laughs> it's you like you've a, heard that story. <laughs> and, and some of my real like true life friends are wonderful and they read the blog, even though I know that they have no obligation to or anything. But then I feel like, oh my God, like do I, do I tell them things or they've already read it? Am I insulting them to assume that they... Are reading it. I don't know. It's an interesting situation. Yeah. So how's the vacation going so far? It's great. It's, uh, what are we? We're day, today's Wednesday. Oh, wow. It's actually going really fast because um, we we're, so we're at the halfway point. We flew in on Sunday mm-hmm. and we've been hanging out a lot with my parents. We had a nice Christmas Eve Indian buffet dinner, which may have started a new tradition. And then yesterday we actually came here. So yeah. the uh, our children got to hang out together and um, actually have gotten along quite swimmingly. Uh, Annabelle and – we don't use your daughter's uh, we, Yeah, Ruth. We've used it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, we crossed that bridge. Annabelle and Ruth are like <laughs> – I was realized um, I wasn't mentioning them and then I realized I'd said all their names at different points kind of anyway. obsessed with each other actually. Yeah. So – yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Well. It's great. Um, and also the, the toy situation has been a little bit, you know, crazy. We just, uh, I mean, so they came over on Christmas was yesterday when we're recording this. And so there were a number of new things and, um, you know, let's just say the house is not conmari right now. <laughs> Our house is actually not all that conmari so <laughs> you will hopefully see it. So there. yeah, they've been playing with, um, I got the Barbie dream house that, that showed up from uh, Santa yesterday. So that was pretty exciting. And then the, it was good timing. It was good timing. And then this, this shockingly amazing, our generation ice cream truck from Target. You know, our, our generation is the, the American girls knockoff that, that Target oh, has. Oh, yes. Our generation. it's OG yes, dolls, yes, not yes. AG dolls. Um, exactly the same, except like only 25% of the cost. But anyway... This ice cream truck is amazing. Like I start, Sam, who is my nine-year-old all boy boy, was like looking at it, trying to get the like little wow. pieces of ice cream in it. It's just a lot of cool stuff. So that was a that was a big hit. So too. that's been the that's been the the biggest hit of the, the Christmas. Well, everyone's so far past Christmas. Yeah, I know. We're planning for next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's sorry, it's true. We need to we got one bit of feedback from our survey that somebody wished we would record our episodes closer to their air dates so our banter was slightly more appropriate. <laughs> Which is understandable. But understandable. we did think that, you know, travel for us is all about planning ahead. I think that's a big part of what makes most of our travel fairly successful and not terribly stressful is really thinking about a lot of the details before. So we did feel like that would be fairly timely because right now is kind of the time to get your spring break stuff in line and even to start thinking about summer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because if you're signing your kids up for various camps, sometimes those need to be booked relatively early. And certainly if you want to get a certain sized rental in, you know, sort of more in-demand vacation market, so you probably need to do that in the next month or two. Um, the farthest ahead you've ever done is your um, national parks. Yeah, the, well, the national parks. I mean, you're you're out if you've done that. The year after, that's true. Uh, I think some of them have a different system now. That some people were um, 
they may have shifted because I think there have been complaints about that this is slightly unfair for something that is in fact a um, national tax supported <laughs> thing that uh, only the people who are able to plan, plan their lives uh, 16 months ahead of time are, are able to take advantage of, of such things. Um, but uh, yeah, so those need to be planned far ahead, but, but even camps um, and, and spring break was, is good. Yeah. So what do you guys do to make it like, how do you think about it as you're planning your? We tend to think about it at the beginning of the year. So, I mean, that's kind of well, because you have my... to get your days off too. Yes. So when I, exactly, so I look at the school. It really starts in. Uh, it actually starts really far in advance because around August is when we make our call schedule for the next year. So it forces me to actually get out every school calendar and kind of think about what what holidays I'd like to request off. Because for us, you know, typically I can't get. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and New Year's off. This year, I was lucky enough to do so. I think I worked like Memorial Day and Fourth of July, but that's certainly not an everyday, every year occurrence. And the only reason I even got that this year is because I requested it. So I have to think about it that far in advance. And that kind of forces me to think about, okay, well, we have these days off in August. What do we think we might like to do with them? Now, last year, I knew. This year, I actually don't know. Like, I know the dates of our summer vacation, they're going to be in early August. And again, that's because I had to request those days off so far in advance. And Josh is going to have to sync his up with me, but I haven't decided where we're going yet. I just know that's going to be our big trip. Um, and usually I start planning spring break kind of around that November, December mark, um, having asked for the days off ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. And even if you're not going somewhere, I think it's helpful to think about what you're going to do with those days. Uh, I mean, so over the winter break, we've sort of split it part of the time we're here in Pennsylvania and part of the time in Indiana visiting relatives, but definitely been thinking about, you know, the, the days we had off before Christmas. Well, what do we do at this time when we're all around the house, all of us, um, you know, we've been generating a lot of dishes. I can certainly tell when everyone is here for three meals a day, uh, we're running that dishwasher constantly. Um, but, you know, we think about what are sort of the area attractions, you know, what have the kids been asking to do that normally it's kind of hard to fit in and yeah. all of a sudden you're going to have these swaps. Or what can we force them to do too? I mean, there's a certain <laughs> element of you need to get out of the house at some point yes. or just to avoid going crazy. And so Sunday we um, made everyone go to the the YMCA later in the day. And there was a lot of resistance about it. Um, just people, oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But I know it's something we can do in the cold that they do all enjoy. And in fact, when we were all in the pool, you know, splashing around and playing, and the three big kids are going down the water slide and they're like, Hey, this is fun. Or, you know, like, okay, let's remember that. <laughs> so the next time mommy's saying we're going to the Y to get out of the house, you know, I'm thinking about all of the kids hair freezing afterwards. And I just, yeah, well, it wasn't, I mean, it was like 40 degrees, so it wasn't going to freeze. Um, but you know, we're just tough up here. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are tough. I'm impressed. I'm like, clearly our family, actually the kids have not complained that much about the cold. Josh and I are, uh, we're remembering why we why you left, <laughs> and it's going to be like this till April. Just so you know, <laughs> goodness, I'm sure I would get more used. To You'd it get used to it. I mean, no, we just um, sent our husbands off to the local children's museum with our our troop of seven children, and uh, they. Michael did not put on a coat, which Sarah thought was scandalous, but <laughs> he said, I'm just going to be dragging it around the museum, which he had a point. Yeah. Point. Yeah. I don't know. So the kids may leave theirs in the coat closet, but I'm always a little wary of leaving coats in public coat closets. So. 
I was just going to say, even for this trip, I had been planning for the past month or so, kind of going back and forth in an email with my parents about this day, we're going to do this, this day, we're going to do this. And my parents were saying, oh, this looks so overscheduled. You're going to be so... But the truth is, after spending a few solid hours just with no nothing on the agenda <laughs> in the house, I think they were Your like... parents oh, are like, please, please get out of here. And <laughs> the need to have some sort of activity anchor. Yes. So you're not just like breaking around each Genevieve other's around stuff the circle all day long. all day long plus natural downtime will fall happen no matter what you know because you're not it's not like we schedule something from like 8 a.m to bedtime every day but it, as long as we have some destination each day i think that's helpful uh to prevent the sort of yeah so we've drugs. discovered i mean so yeah definitely one a day so it, it can either be in the morning slot which is usually better from the sense of you know people have most energy and it's a good time to get out on the other hand sometimes on vacation it's nice to have a slower morning right where you're not racing everyone to get into their clothes and all that. So then again, if you have small children, they're probably up at six o'clock anyway. So you could leave the house at nine and still have had a long leisurely morning by that point. That is true. Um, We're in a weird spot because Genevieve, so usually when kids are napping, you think about them napping in the afternoon, but I guess because she's so young, she is in this somewhat, you know, this is not a sleep podcast. But so it's do, a transitional yeah. nap. She's I was going to say, yeah. don't do as I am describing. But the way it's been working is she naps from like 10 to 12 and then that's it. So we do tend to take more of the leisurely morning approach because then we can go out and do whatever for the day. And I know that as she gets older, that nap will probably ship more till the afternoon. Yeah. Because if you've got like a one to three nap, which is pretty typical Common, for yeah. children who are about 18 months plus to three years, then, then you're really your, your weekend days and your vacation days have a morning activity and a post nap activity. And we were definitely like, we got very frustrated with the number of places that close at four o'clock. Cause then you don't get the option yeah. of an after nap thing. So we always, I mean, that was the problem with the, um, I mean, some of the places close at four and, you know, you wake up from your nap at three, even if you're in the car at three 30, which might be rushing things, you know, you're not going to make it. You're not gonna have any time. You know, that's things. terrible because yeah. I feel like the hardest, whenever I'm solo parenting, the worst hours ever are like Sunday from 3 p.m. to about 6 p.m. <laughs> I'm done. I'm over it. And, you know, if Josh isn't there, it's like very boring and lonely. Yeah. That's why I tend to do a lot of social things during that time. But yeah, places should not close. That's, should not close. <laughs> I understand that people want to go home. They want to be done with work. But <laughs> yeah, true, true. but even till five, then you can go at, you know, 3.30 yeah, and, and have an hour. And, and an hour is fine often at many places, especially if you have a membership or something and you can come back. I mean, it's fine to be there for an hour. It's just about getting out of the house. So yeah, we did the, um, the why is kind of a three o'clock to, no, it was like a three thirty to four forty five kind of thing. And that was perfect. You know, we, we actually have been surprisingly in around Christmas time and this doesn't necessarily happen the rest of the year, but a number of places have evening things, um, because of the lights. Uh, uh, so, yes, that's true. you know, one of our area zoos had a, a nighttime things. So we went from six to eight one night and, and that sort of gave us another evening activity to get out of the house for, but yeah, so two things a day or, or one thing, but you know, two could be pre-nap and then everyone comes home, has downtime, goes back out for the, the post-nap slot. And then you come home for dinner and bed and all that. What is your feeling? So uh, total total change of segue, but you know Disney is very popular with them, <laughs> and we both do it. So we're not like anti Disney at all. But my family's Disney style is actually like lazy Disney, but I think yours is not. So I will we can like compare and contrast. Well, I don't know how this is going to work because we well we've I mean we've gone with children of all all ages. 
we we've generally just gone straight through. I think once we figure once we're there, we're we're there, which maybe is not a great idea because then you're you're really dragging sort of post nap. I mean, if there's a way to sort of have a slower afternoon thing, um, it might be that you you know you know you have a lunch somewhere and you're sort of lingering over it for a while if possible. That can be an option. Obviously, if you have ch- my children have all been able to sleep in strollers, so. Yes. Um, Mine do sleep in strollers, issue. but they still can't make it past like, I don't know, eight or nine. Yeah. Like we've never done, uh, we've yeah. never made it to the late night fireworks. Usually, usually we actually don't go home to our hotel. So we'll spend the full day, but maybe we'll spend from like 10 to 5 or 6 p.m. And we're good. We're yeah. Good. Like, yeah, I, I know it's not normal. People want to eke out every last drop of <laughs> Disney fun, but to me, <laughs> those last drops of Disney fun may not be worth it. No, they are no fun from my perspective. So I'm going to give you permission right now. If you are not like, a, oh my God, we have to just do it. Like, it's okay. You can just get the enjoyment out of it that you want. And Disney's not going anywhere. You can always go back. So, well, that, I mean, I think that may be the Florida resident speaking here. Who knows? She could show her driver's license and get the discounted pass and it is it is a little bit lower bar to go there i mean we can drive there and go for a weekend so perhaps that does color but i don't know i i kind of think even if we were we we've in other places we it tends to be our philosophy we just we just don't go for the extreme we're usually like ready for bed by the kids bedtime and so that would be more my philosophy i am married to somebody who would like to um open place up and shut them down uh well then he's welcome to do that he was yeah i'll leave um he was uh today he was he was not happy that we only had one activity planned of the the children's museum he wanted to haul everyone out somewhere this morning he thought we could even go skiing this morning he could have. Well, he could have. I, the, none of the kids wanted to. They're they're sort they're of tired. Yeah, they're, ready they're to tired. They're tired. down and play with their Christmas loot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're in the middle of that. But that's a. Uh, it's got upsides. I mean, he never wants to sit home and watch TV, which is yeah, good. that is impressive. Yeah. That but is impressive. Um, but he's also the kind of person who'd just be like, well, why don't we go to New York today? Just because. Just because we could. <laughs> we it's could. There. It's there. It's Let's a good go drive. Two hours. It's a good balance. If drive one of you is like that, and one of you is less like that. Uh, so we'll figure out now we're going into this uh, extended family break, which we don't have specific things planned for specific days, which I'm a little, we had a question about this in another episode of, of, you know, when the rest of the family has not, you know, yes, wanted to you, plan things, how yeah, are you? So what is going to happen? Um, I'm not sure. It'll be a joint decision. And I'm really hoping that I can um, nudge it to be a decision that is made the night before for the next day so that everyone can kind of plan their energy and plan other things. I, I mean, you know, we're going to Indianapolis and for part of the time, and that has zoo and children's museum and other Do you go there enough that you have like your roster of yeah and and we'll also go to their y and go swimming i mean there'll be there'll be plenty of things to do i think there's also a um oddly enough some church has built this indoor playground thing i'm not far from my mother-in-law's place so that might be an option as well probably Um, a lot of indoor yeah, it's going to be a lot of indoor. indoor. There's not a lot of skiing in any. <laughs> There's no hills. Um, so uh, yeah, there was some dinky little hill that was in southern Michigan. I think uh, it was about 45 minutes from us. But it was literally it's like a landfill that was like you know, covered oh, over. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So even Pennsylvania, we got better mountains than that. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll just. Um, you know, hopefully decide the thing and try and stick with that idea. I mean, nobody's napping now. Every, all the kids are out of that age. So, I mean, although I think they do, could still use afternoon downtime, but um, so hopefully it'll be a morning activity, afternoon downtime, maybe something after. 
but uh, I don't know. Well, wish me luck. <laughs> it will have happened by the time this airs. So we'll have, we'll have gotten through it one way or the other. Um, it'll be easier now because everyone's older. It will be. Yeah. Have you ever taken a friendcation where you like go vacationing with another family with kids? Mm-hmm. Um, and how has that gone? Well, we've certainly done um, a number with um, family that have kids the same age, you know, like cousins. Um, my My husband's brother has four children that are pretty much the exact same age. Um, right. So you guys yeah. end up so we, with quite the done, crowd when you Yeah, a lot of, you know, setting out eight plates, eight children's plates and cutting the, the apples onto all of them, the carrot sticks onto all of them. Quite the short order cook sort of thing. But uh, we've also done some, you know, trips uh, with friends of my, a girlfriend of mine from college has, has three young kids. We've um, done a beach trip with them and now we've gone to their beach house. Um, so we've, you know, stayed with them. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a fan. Like, you know, anytime you are able to be around other adults to sort of share the kids and you know it's have a social thing. have a social yeah. thing as a way to get together with friends. Um, you know, and, and it, I guess it 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 requires you to be good enough friends that you know you'll get yes. along. Which, I think actually it's like a category of friends, like friends yeah. that you would vacation with. I heard that somewhere recently. We're, we haven't done it yet, but we actually have our Disney cruise is going to mm-hmm. be with friends similar to our kids' age. And I think that's going to be amazing. And even some, even a baby similar to Genevieve's age so that the mom and I, who are the other mom who and I, who are good friends, I don't know if she's listening. Hi, if you are. Um, hopefully we'll get to just hang out a lot and... You know, I'm we're really chase your babies it. around yeah, together. Chase our babies <laughs> around, put our babies in the nursery, and like not feel bad about it together. And it'd be awesome. <laughs> no, that does sound good. Yeah, I guess. And if you don't know if these people are are that level, I mean, one option obviously is try to rent houses close together or something. Or you oh know, yeah, that's like, like a vacation with friends, but with some space. With some space, <laughs> <laughs> so then you can find out uh, that you know if, if people have. Who knows? Strange bathroom habits that you don't want to be part <laughs> don't of. Want to know about? <laughs> then, uh, well, we did, and when we went to the Pacific Northwest, a lot of my college friends were there at the same time. But oh, man, that was a little difficult because I will say, like, it was frustrating because I had my family there, and then I wanted to hang out with my college friends, most of which didn't have kids with them. So that was probably a trip that could have been two separate trips. But at least I got to see them. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Well, and it's going to be hard anyway when you have a you know nursing baby. I mean, that's vacations that's are that not really. Could do for 2018. Yeah, not not entirely vacations when you've got kids that age, but yeah. So okay, other tips we have for for vacation mm-hmm. times with with kids. Um, I know what one thing that was was brought up to me recently is the reality of if you are working and your kids are out of school. Ah, now that's awkward. That's because I mean, by the time your kids are in full time school, many people don't have the you know full time care. Right, because Absolutely. They, That's true. You know, they've gotten used to you, you know, know having an aftercare program or a sitter or something um, for the post school hours, but but you know when the days you're completely off, so those obviously you know you got to plan well ahead of time for. Is your region like my? Because in where we live, there are like fifty different camp type options that have clearly. I think it's gotten better too, or maybe I'm just noticing it more that my yeah. kids are older, but I'm impressed. Like every time I seem to walk into a museum or a play place, they'll advertise camp, camp, camp. And it'll be for like the days of spring break or the, the day that, you know, that awkward week before most of the re- regular camp start and the end of school. Yeah. So that there are some solutions. The um, camp gap. <laughs> kids have to be fairly flexible where they're not going to freak out going to a group setting where they don't necessarily know everyone, but that might be a great opportunity to band together with one of your friends and put them in camp together. We definitely have done that 
Yeah, it's no, we had an art camp. And- that is true. So yeah, yeah, you have to obviously plan that a couple months ahead of time. But you know, your school district, like if your children are in a, a public school district, they have probably published the calendars for the next year or two, um, because they usually have to have those in negotiation with their, their teachers unions and stuff. I mean, so it's sad, like they know. Um, so they're, you know, these dates. (laughs) So, um, I will say like that must vary by district because my sister-in-law was just complaining that she does are not out yet. They're they're not out yet. Neither Jade nor Broward. Broward has, if you look on their website, it's like, there are two possible calendars for 2019-2020. Oh, because they I haven't finished say, like, the negotiations spring break yet. Spring is Whoops. the same on both of them. Winter break is the same on both of them. So it's yeah. just a question of like when Well, our, our spring break will always be the same because it's always going to be the week between Passover and Easter. I mean, yeah, okay. so well, you if go. you can figure that out from, you know, which is also set, like just Google the date of Easter in, you know, 2050 or something. <laughs> you can figure it <laughs> out. <laughs> but no, so yeah, we, we definitely like our, our why I think has one. Some of the science museums um, around here definitely have those uh, vacation week camps. And, uh, you know, you probably may have to be slightly flexible on um, you, know, you and your partner. Maybe you could you know, have some of the days one of you could possibly be out a little earlier because it's a different situation than your normal setup. But uh, yeah, planning. <laughs> but I will say the older my kids get, the more I will aggressively try to get those times off. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, otherwise your kids are, I guess I didn't really appreciate this when my kids are little, but once they do, once they're banded, banded to a school calendar, you, you really lose flexibility. And if you want that open time with the kids, you have a little bit in the summer and then you have their breaks and then that's kind of it. And it starts to feel a little bit, you just realize that it's sort of. Yeah. Which is why there's that like jockeying in any office where there's a certain number of people who do a certain job. So you can't all have it off at the same time yes. uh, for who gets. I'm lucky. <laughs> with yeah. my group, there are only, you know, Three out of the seven of us have school-aged children. Yeah. And some of them are religious Orthodox Jews and the other ones are Catholic. So, like, we all want different, different things. Holidays, so it yeah. actually works out really nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That, that's that's good. <laughs> An upside to diversity. Yes. <laughs> Something to keep in mind in hiring. Why you want people who celebrate different holidays. Different holidays, <laughs> different ages and stages. Yeah. Because, so that they don't all know, want the same days kids, off. They don't care. They'll do whatever. I yeah. guess until the grandkids come along. And then they might, yeah. No, I mean, I was thinking about that. Like, um, I mean that, you know, Michael and I are very grateful that we don't have to think about it. Like we're not asking anyone to take off the Christmas week. And I was just like, yeah, it's a long time. I realized like we're off. And when I had those dates, I mean, we're just, we both naturally take off the days that the kids are off, but it's a lot of days. And both of you give your, so we give our, our nanny always usually likes that time off as Mm -hmm. well. So she uses that as part of her vacation. So it's not a time that we typically have a lot of time. Yeah. Well, this is so, so Sarah and I were planning on grabbing drinks to this, but we, that's why the <laughs> husbands have the kids because we have, I have no childcare at least. <laughs> so No, we did not bring any childcare on this trip unless you count my parents. Well, your parents are, they are, they count. I mean, yes, they're, they're, they definitely count. They did. They watched Genevieve while we took the kids snow tubing. So they, they have already proven their worth um, as babysitters because that's pretty challenging. She's yeah. at that total separation anxiety age and they still managed to have a good time. So. Yeah. She she was willing to let me hold her, which was nice. I was, was I was happy to hold little Jenny. You were kind of a baby whisperer. I'm a little you baby had some whisperer. Experience. A few, just a few, <laughs> few years of holding babies. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. All right, so oh man, Q and A. Well, we're doing it. We're also recording a mailbag episode. Yes, we are so we're, a mailbag. I, I don't know. We could probably just let this go with the love of the week and make it a short one. Okay. 
Well, I'm liking these mugs. So yeah, Sarah, um, yeah. All right. Well, we can both have the love of the week. So, so Josh, Sarah's husband made us these best of both worlds mugs, which I don't know if Sarah was planning on taking hers back with her. Or if they're oh, both no, no, for no. me. He got me two. He got you two. Okay. Four total mugs. And my parents okay. have now requested them as well. So oh, well, there you go. Well, hey, maybe mugs. we need a business line here, but, uh, yeah. So we have these best of both worlds mugs, which I have to say, I shout out to Josh here because I had actually gone on Shutterfly to see if I could make some sort of best of both worlds swag. And I did it totally wrong. Like I could not get it to come out. Whereas these look awesome. They look awesome. And he kind of picked up the little green in the middle yeah, of the logo. So there's green on the inside yeah. and a green handle that he picked up from the logo. And these mugs are Big. Yeah, I mean, no. You, oh, you definitely got to go with the fifteen ounce, like never, coffee, never so. the ten ounce or eight. I don't know. Like, who wants an eight ounce cup of coffee? <laughs> no, <laughs> never, <laughs> never, never. So they're nice and huge. So that's my my love of the I'm week. I'm not sure I have another one. I'm going to go with the mugs too. Thank you so much, Josh. Yes, thank really you. Shout it. out to Josh on that one. <laughs> um, well, anyway, this is this has been best of both worlds episode seventy nine. Um, first airing in early February, which seems like the end of the world from now but but it will come it It will come come. uh yeah but uh and and by the way the reason we do these ahead of time is partly our personalities (laughs) and also just we don't ever want you to go a whole week week. without an episode just because one of us had you know know, stuff comes up right like if we have kids of some horrible virus virus, and then we don't have a best of both worlds and what are people gonna do i like and clearly, one of us could do a solo. Solo, Earth right. will crash into the sun if <laughs> don't get out. So, anyway, this has been Best of Both Worlds. Tune in next week for more on making work and life fit together. Thanks for listening. You can find me, Sarah, at theshoebox.com or at the underscore shoebox on Instagram. And you can find me, Laura, at lauravandercam.com. This has been the Best of Both Worlds podcast. Please join us next time for more on making work and life work together. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.